0: It's time, Detroit. It's time, Detroit. It's time. It's playoff time, Detroit. Let's go to work.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of the Buffs on Podcast. We're throwing it out to the people today. We got a special guest, so I'm going to throw it over to the special guest. He's going to introduce himself and uh, let us know where the v- listeners can find you on uh, social media.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? I appreciate you having on me, man. Um, my name is Emmanuel. I go by Mooch or Moochie. Uh, my my Twitter and Instagram handles are going to be Money underscore. You can... Uh, reach out to me there and uh yeah yeah man
1: i'm excited to be on here yeah uh so great uh mooch was uh one of the very first listeners of the pod uh reached out to us on br on instagram uh was very vocal even left us a very beautiful uh review on apple podcast so if you're a listener and you haven't done any of those things yet you should do that uh because sure. you may be like mooch and be on the pod one day uh but we won't delay too much here because I know Mooch wants to get in that lions game. So let's talk some Pistons first. <laughs> let's talk some Pistons first. How'd you become a Pistons fan, Mooch? All right, so
0: originally growing up, my dad's from Madison Heights, grew up there for a little bit, and then my dad's job moved to out in Rhode Island. How I truly became a Pistons fan. I mean, growing up, man, I'm only 20. So uh growing up, it wasn't it wasn't like you know. Let me turn on the pistons game. So that's not saying that's not anything.
1: I know it sucks, but no, it makes sense, man. Um, so let's jump into the next question then. Uh what is your favorite Pistons moment? I know you said you're only 20, but like hit us with one of your favorite moments from uh your pistons fandom. Um definitely like I was
0: telling you just that whole Brandon Jennings era. hmm Um, I really feel like before. You know, Cade even, he was our really true point guard
2: that we had in Detroit. Am I right
0: or wrong? How do you guys feel about that?
2: Dude, man, yeah, I, 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 want, Detroit, I wish I had it with me. But I legit, I bought a Brandon Jennings jersey at the time. Like, the dude was just, like, electric. He was so fun to watch.
1: Yeah, like, we were terrible. Sucks. We, we yeah, started so, that
2: one year, 5-23, and 23, and then we waved Josh Smith, and it was just Brandon Jennings time. That was yeah, so I want to say, I, I want to
0: say that. that's really when I became a fan and, like, really yeah. summed
2: that up. So, no, no, uh, I, I I think I'm in the same boat as you. I think that's when I like really got into the pistons because of Brandon Jennings because he was just so fun to watch.
0: Yeah. So uh yeah. I, I definitely I definitely agree on that for sure. So
1: uh, I mean definitely. I'm a little before that. I'm more like Chauncey, Chauncey, Rip, Tayshon, Sheed, Ben. They they're the ones who got me into Pistons basketball. Um, I mean, I don't remember a ton because I was only like like what five. So I don't remember a ton of it, but I do remember going to the palace. Um, I remember the intros um, and it it was just an electric year in 2004. And that's kind of the year I started watching. So I don't remember like, you know, I can't tell you the game strategies we use. I just remember, you know,
0: the The atmosphere and things like that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it it was it was really incredible. Um, But I know you got some questions for us. So why don't you hit us with some of your questions? No,
0: nah, for sure, man. I'm gonna hit y'all with the uh, questions. I'm sorry for um me becoming a pistons fan was so like sad and depressing, but like honestly, <laughs> <like, laughs> no, <Nah>, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's the truth, man. Like it wasn't my dad. I mean, honestly, bro, even when I was in Maddie, even when I was in Maddie, um my pops never took me to a pistons game. I think he was so hurt that um once uh Chelsea,
2: chauncey and them left that he was just oh like, yeah oh. yeah like after oh eight, oh nine, and stuff yeah he was just like you know what and down yeah
1: yeah and i'd down. be i would hurt too
2: yeah so uh
0: no i'm gonna definitely hit y'all with the questions but we kind of already and i asked this in a in vr the other day too yeah in our community a lot of people were saying it i was like yeah of course people were gonna say it um the jerry Stackhouse's answers was kind of like i was like all right if you could add one Pistons player all time or not to the current roster, who are you adding to this roster? All right. Uh, why don't you start with yours and then we'll go to Valley. Um, I'm definitely going to say, right, just because and I know this, I know this sucks, right? <laughs> but um, because of the Killian Hayes lander, right? Oh, I no. think we're going to dump off Killian Hayes and then add Brandon Jennings in there. You know, Prime J- Brandon Jennings as a six man, I think. I mean, really, that's probably
2: would be his perfect role too, as that six man, that energy.
0: Like, dude, yeah. Especially like you see that Jordan Pool, you see that Jordan Pool rolling mm-hmm. now in the NBA. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: having that six man on that on that, like he's on a rookie contract, I assume too. Right, he didn't get his bag yet.
1: Brandon Jordan Pool, no. uh, Pool? No, he's still on his rookie. Yeah. Oh yeah, Pool. Yeah. Poole, so when you have cool.
0: the value, bro, of having a six man coming off on a rookie contract, just doing damage like that.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I know
0: Brandon Jennings wasn't on a rookie contract or anything, but what, is, what men- is Jennings
1: worth to you? If you had to pay him to put him on this team, what is his worth to you? How much are you paying him?
2: If it's if it's prime Brandon Jennings, is that also the question? Yeah, sure. Right. Prime. Ooh, if it's prime, go ahead. I gotta think first because I'm I'm looking at the percentages <laughs> and they're not too good. No, I think he's a fifth. 50- maybe
0: are you gonna pay him 13 15 million yeah i was gonna
2: say like somewhere between like maybe like 13 to like up to like 18 million i'd say i think off the bench i don't think he'd ever start off the bench yeah because we just think about it what we paid um
0: we paid um jeremy grant 20 20 million a year right yeah Yeah. yeah so i'm trying to like think of like something like even for bro
1: you know Makes sense. I'm sure I mean I was just thinking about it the other day. Like we everybody was all like, oh, trade Jeremy, he's making too much. Trade Jeremy. And now we got Boyan who's making like the same amount. What was
2: but, the what was the math on Bagley's contract? Three
1: thirty, right? Yeah, three thirty seven, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Boyan's contract is 20 mil too. Yeah, yeah, he's but, like 1995. Yeah, and it's also wow, so that's good, interesting. Good yeah, yo, Weaver is really playing
0: chess, bro. I didn't even know. I really, I honestly, looking at the trade, I was, I didn't look at the numbers of the contracts or anything, but it was a it wasn't steal. No lie.
2: Yeah, i seemed like look- the general NBA saying like we fleeced the Jazz, and I don't, I don't see what's in it for the Jazz. Like, we talked about this, I don't know why they want Saban Lee.
1: We paid them. To I like take Saban. Them. I love.
0: It. All right, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why, and I and I posted this in the BR thing yesterday. I think having Saban Lee is underrated for the simple fact that. You can call them up from the G League and, and send them down when needed. And it's, and it's good because you're, you're surrounding a, a good player with your G League that you never know if a guy in the G League is, is going to hit or miss by just having one piece next to him. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. I feel like it's just underrated. I just feel like it's underrated for the organization. But was,
2: I feel like his ceiling, what do you think his ceiling could be, though? It, it really depends on that. That perimeter shot just always looks like a little wonky to me. Like,
0: no, not, it like, does. That's not the percentage. It looks like
2: a Will Bindum to me. Yeah, that's not something <laughs> bad. I, I loved Will Bindum back in the day, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But uh, the thing is, Will, he was never, like, a good outside shooter. And today's NBA, as a point guard, I feel like you got to be it would at least be a threat from the outside. You have to shoot the three ball and be versatile on defense. Pretty much, yeah. You don't have, Go like, ahead. Andre Millers around
1: anymore and stuff like that. Yeah, and sometimes I feel like Sabin doesn't play with the plan. He's just like, all right, let me get inside. Then he sometimes gets taxed, then Yeah, he, he get draws me. a lot of fouls. I'll give him that. But um, Yeah,
2: and they're I, hard. I think, <laughs> I, I think it, it hurts a little bit to, like, he was, a, like, part of that, what we call, like, the core four, even though, like, we mm-hmm. knew he was, like, he was the first 2020 draft class. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it hurts to see somebody go from that because uh, I'm sure he was, like, there were some good chemistry ties in there. I'm sure he was buzzed with a lot of people. I know he and, he and Beef Stew had a good relationship. Yeah, um, but but that's the NBA. I'm I'm sure they'll be able to get around that. But but that's I do, what I hate the most
0: about trades. Yeah,
2: yeah, you know, like that that personal friendship level. Yeah, um, okay. but yeah, no, the option of, of having saving Lee because especially because Killing's a guy who's injured a lot. Cade missed some time. People are saying Ivy's gonna have a lot of injuries with the way he plays, just because he's so bouncy. So maybe you know, could be true. With the transfer saving Lee, but then we also added in more people, so there probably wouldn't have been minutes aside from some scary injuries. So.
1: I mean, now those minutes are definitely going to kojo
2: yeah and and I think he will um by all means get a chance in Utah a little bit, saving Lee, so I think oh, it yeah. could be good for him as well,
1: oh yeah, and you know like I was saying earlier, we literally paid the jazz to take kojo we, the cash in the deal that we gave to the jazz it's literally the same amount as as saving Lee's contracts, yeah, but you know I mean that's what's in it for the jazz, um but hey, you know who who are we to who are we to say, why does another team make a trade? Uh, but valley why don't you give us the uh the piston that you would add to this roster
2: yeah dude i already hate myself for this i feel like we're already good with guards out with a bigger guy at the four and out with specifically 2018-19 blake griffin this dude yeah. on another level man i swear that's underrated like,
0: was, because that's when that's really the year where he developed his street ball. nobody wants to talk yeah, about right. it
2: nobody was expect everybody when he came to detroit everybody thought he was done you know like he would have been washed but he Especially after that first, like, half season where we missed the playoffs. But mm-hmm. this came back, and he just came out of the gates firing. He averaged 25, almost eight, and over five, and a, over five assists a game. His like time eight was just That's unreal, and he was shooting it so well. It's such high usage rate, because we had nobody else on our roster that <laughs> We are yeah. still sticking with Andre Drummond and Reddy Jackson when he was available. So this is 18-19, play, I swear, also, before he had that, like, late uh, knee injury in the season... I think we were on track to be at least the seventh seed, but I think we had a chance at sixth seed. Um, and then he obviously didn't really get to run it in the playoffs after that knee injury. And he, he tried to no. play through it. It only messed him up some more, it seemed like, with his career path. but
1: Yeah. Man,
2: I, I would do anything really to have that all-NBA blink back when, uh, in Detroit.
1: Yeah, I remember when we were first starting at the pod, we were thinking about topics to do, and we talked about doing like that during your lifetime Pistons draft. You're one-one with Blake Griffin from Total. <laughs> yeah, man. He
2: seriously, was like compared to like the rest of the Pistons we've had since I don't know since I guess since like we we turned that chapter in like 08 09 when we started being just mediocrically bad. Best <laughs> player we've had by a
1: mile since then. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, I I don't know. I I wanted to go big man. Um, everybody obviously is gonna say it. Um, Stackhouse makes sense. Maybe a Joe is in there. Yeah um i I, i'd like to say like we retired i think it was bill lambeer's number so maybe i say bill lambeer um but i don't know his play style all i know is we retired his number no bill
0: lambeer was a dog i mean i i didn't see any live games of him but yo you just
1: tell it was a dog
2: yeah (laughs) get the uh, crap out of people and he could shoot which was unique for for back yeah
1: exactly yeah so that's why i was kind of leaning towards either him sheet or big ben i think um I mean, obviously Ben's athleticism, rebounding, and defensive awareness is just unmatched. I think you know the only reason I, I don't I don't know if I would want Big Ben on this team is because he is a little undersized, and we already got Stu at the undersized five. Um, so maybe a Sheed who's like 6'10", 6'11", maybe uh, shoot the three ball a little bit. Um, you know, kind of give that Draymond type, get in your head type mindset into the team too. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Sheed. I'll go Sheed. Yeah, I like
2: she
1: that. sheet. I like that.
0: And when I asked the question in VR, um, a lot of people are saying sheep but nobody said Blake
2: Griffin. So, yeah, <laughs> I had a feeling they wouldn't. They don't really like him here. I don't, I don't either. But still, was a really good player.
1: Uh, Blake got me so hyped for the nineteen twenty season, I swear, I watched his like off-season videos and then it just went flat. Yeah we, we <laughs> the truth at the time I just my head I was
0: like man, why the fuck can we have treated for a better player or something better you know value yeah, but
2: yeah get,
1: you get what you get
2: we get what you get we brought in D Rose that next year that 1920 year
1: I miss him so and much. they
2: asked him why and he said that he thinks with like Blake and Andre they've got a chance to to get out to like the conference semis or the conference finals yeah, and I was glad so, so Glad. <laughs> But I, but he knew he was lying.
1: <laughs> There's no. He knows he just got his bag and he walked out. That's all. <laughs> Man, I miss D Rose though. Every time he had the ball, I was just so like, I was so confident.
2: Yeah, he was like when he would play it, he was still just very good. Uh, yeah,
1: and it was like matches. that two K like rating where it's like 99 with like all the badges. Like every time he got inside the lane and it went up, you're just like, yeah, it's a bucket. It's there. Yeah, he was insane. Yeah. Floater, mid-range. All right, man. All right, Mooch, what is the second question you got on tap for us? All right, this one's a little...
0: Hmm. All right, one player you wish you kept from last year's roster. Uh All right, you start us off. I'm going to go with... Not Well, now that we got more wings, but I was really worried about our wing play at the time. I really liked how Jopeket played for us. I don't know how you guys... If you guys watched him on film when he was in for us or anything like that, but I liked his play. I don't know. And I was a big Luca Garza guy, but he seems like he's doing better on like ESPN, so I'm like gonna keep
2: yeah. him. Yeah, do his job there. But, I think um, I
1: know Valley's answer, so I'll let him go first before I pick.
2: No, I actually saw that you said um, Jamarco Pickett. I, I like Pickett. I, I thought we would at least give him like a two way or something, but I guess we we picked Braxton Key. He was like a decent three and D wing, but. Yeah, I, guess, I like yeah.
0: Pickett. Yeah, i seen him play in Boston, actually. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's the game <laughs> I was thinking about, too. He played pretty well there. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, there. I was there. See, i seen him. Yeah, he played good. But, played uh. that Boston team. I went with a guy who just recently signed. I've talked about him many times. That's Frank Jackson.
1: Uh, I knew it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I Wait, Frank.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, you were a Frank guy.
2: Where'd he get signed? He just signed a couple days ago with, uh, with Phoenix. Oh, man gonna hate seeing frank in the phoenix jersey yeah because he, he was a just a good guy to have around i've, I've said this many times like from an outside perspective just seemed like a, like a good human being and a good guy no he be- definitely was yeah you could see yeah, it through he, social media, uh, yeah and all that mm-hmm. yeah no so uh yeah i'm definitely going frank how about you man?
1: can i say bobo <laughs>
2: ah
1: <laughs> you can't uh, say bobo because that shit didn't go through <laughs> i fine kind of, i won't say bobo um you took Pickett. You took Frank. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to take Jeremy Grant. <laughs> ah, I mean, I guess you're right, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cheat. I'm going to take it. No strings attached, but Jeremy I mean, Grant no on lie. this team. That's not boy, really cheating
0: because you could have said, you could have said, hey, we could have retained a grit, uh, Grant because we just picked up a Boban contract.
1: Hey, I mean, yeah. I mean, no, think about it. Like, no strings attached. I mean, if you could just add Jeremy Grant to this team um, with Durham, with Ivy. Uh, yeah, I knew it for sure. I, I think, yeah, if he could play like he did, like during that stretch where he was more of a team player and not more of a Jeremy Grant, I'm, I'm the number one guy player, then yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd add him to this team for sure. Yep. Uh, all right, what's the third question you got for us? All right, record prediction. You, do you think we're
2: going to get 20 to 25 wins? 30 to 35 wins?
0: 40 I'm, I'm to 45
2: to, wins. I'm ready to jump think? in on this question because I'm glad you asked it again. Because we addressed it obviously a couple times in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was before we uh, acquired um Bogdanovich. Now that we have Bogdanovich, I'm actually like fairly confident we're gonna give the play in a go. Um I'm and I, I came up with I couldn't get over 40, but I said 39 wins, 43 losses. And I think okay. that's pretty cold. And I think that'd be a really good season. But with the addition of Bogdanovich, I, I genuinely think we're a half decent team now. While still being so young. So the potential is there. Really, yeah, it, it could it could go a lot better, but I guess it could also go worse with the young team. But um, so 39 43, 10th seed, we get the play And so let me give you a two-part on this question too. Who's yeah. gonna be your starting lineup for uh for that? Ooh, what did we say? I went so Cade, I think Ivy will start. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we go Bane Bogdanovich and then Stuart the five to start out, but I
1: really like that starting five. I, I, I like it too,
2: I think it's really balanced.
1: Yeah, uh, Mooch. Right, who? What is your record prediction before we get to mine? Yeah, I
0: got him at 35 plus wins. I think definitely, uh, bro, bought up some uh, pretty good points. You know, I think Boyan really does put us over the hump just because of his three and D, like. He's going to be lethal, man. He really is. I mean, I mean, what? Yeah. Last year, he dropped like 40 something in the game, or was that two years ago? He's had <laughs> a lot of good scoring options. Uh, yeah, yeah dude. like he good got, he's still got a lot of juice in the tank, man. I know he looks like he's like 50 years old. <laughs> <in the> game, <laughs> yeah, maybe, he looks like a nah. last. <laughs> he's a baller, man. He's a baller, <laughs> and I think that he's going to fit well with us. A lot. Yo, don't forget Kemba either. No one wants to talk about Kemba. He's
1: sitting yeah. right there in the back. I read something from James Edward that says he will not be attending training camp with the Pistons. Oh man.
0: So. Uh, so yeah, that's a buyout.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I was a little sad to read it. I had like the little hope that like we give Kemba a shot, but whatever. I was
0: reading some things
1: about that. Um, that he still has a big
0: head and he's like he thinks he could be a big contributor to a team, bro. Where well, you have Cade and Ivy in your
2: backcourt. What kind of <laughs> contribute? What kind of like, what? I'll almost, I'll I almost bet he gets bought out and he signs with the Lakers to be a backup guard.
1: There's no question that's going to happen. <laughs> um, or he'll go to Brooklyn because the Lakers said no. Because didn't the – yeah, the, um, the Nets let Dragic go, so I think they got a backup opening.
2: Yeah, what were you saying? There you go. I was talking about um, Bogdanovich. I don't know if any of you guys are watching Eurobasket, but the guy had a, a really good Eurobasket run with, with Croatia. So he, he definitely has, like, stuff left in the tank. He's definitely ready to still –
1: yeah, I think I saw it, but like, oh, Donovic, I mean, he's consistent. I don't really care to watch it. Now he's on my team, so I got to go find that stuff.
2: His last three games, is 47%, 50%, 50%, four threes, four threes, and six threes. And he dropped 27, 27, 23 in those games. It's like, he's, he's still got it in. Him. But um, what's your what's your response okay. to this, Amit?
1: I'm torn because, like all Pistons fans, I want to see success. Right. That that's, you know, as all fan anywhere wants to see success from a team, but I don't want us to rush this rebuild because I feel like if we could add one more high end, I mean, I know this next draft class is pretty deep, but if we could end one more, add one more high end guy, this team will be like insane. Like think about how high we are on this team right now and then add another big prospect to it. So I'm cool if we make the play. I'm fine with it. That's late. I mean, that's cool. Maybe we miss the playoff. Make it late lottery. Cool, whatever. Because I think we need to stay top sixteen to keep our pick from um, whoever has it now, whether it's the Knicks or the Thunder. I think it's the Thunder or the Knicks. Um, so I'm gonna say thirty to thirty-five wins. I'm I'm thinking that we we're gonna flip Bogey and or Burks at the deadline, right? Those those extra wins that. We may be thinking we're going to grab to, to sneak into the play in those 30, 37, 38, 39 wins may not come uh, as easily as they would if we had them on our team. I think we flipped them for sure. Maybe even a Noel, you know, maybe Ivy and Duran are, you know, playing more significant minutes after the deadline. And, you know, we just witnessed the growing. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. If we could end up with another top five, top seven pick. I mean, imagine if we got one-one again, and that's always the dream. But like yeah. top-five, top top-seven pick, I, I'm really happy with this team. Scoot Henderson, uh, Victor. You I know, I, I gotta man. dive more into it, but it'll be absolutely absurd.
2: Yeah, I think it's just the the side of me that's been watching Pistons basketball since 2011 that yep. wants, yeah, it <laughs> wants to win a game. Because man, it's been it's been brutal. I've only seen those two uh, those two sweeps. Yeah, So, oh, bro, are TV. you? On- are
0: you a football fan as well, bro? Because it's like, it's like if you're born in the thousands,
2: it's it's just been yeah, it's been horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you're born in the thousands,
0: bro, and you're a fan of Detroit sports, like you're not having a good time. Yeah, exactly.
2: But, wow. but the city, like, it's it's a line, man. The city's coming up. The teams are coming up. Yeah, no, every dude,
0: team's dude. coming up,
2: dude. That's what I love yeah. about it. Yeah, it's 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 good to get on the um the bandwagon right now because. A couple of years from now we're gonna be we're gonna be up there I hope oh, so the city's I,
0: gonna
1: be rocking
2: yeah I, I hope, hope so. so that'd be great man that'd be great for the city
1: uh, I know in Tigers baseball the Tigers were good the city was great you know I, I, I lived in Arizona at the time but I just wish I was here you could just hear it and every fans every Tigers fan the voice the excitement that goes mm-hmm. on and in 04 like I was saying the atmosphere is absurd man like Pistons fans are nuts. We are absolutely crazy. And I can't wait for that to come to LCA. I can't wait for us to finally show the world that, like, yeah, we're back. I mean, Mm -hmm. everyone sleeps on the Pistons. It was a five-game sweep over the Lakers. Shaq and Kobe, who are probably two Hall of Famers, are two Hall of Famers. (laughs) They are two Hall of Famers, you know? Um, and, And a team that had, what, no MVPs took them out. There's nothing you can say about and, it. and none of them
0: players are were on the NBA 75 list, right? Yep,
2: yep, yep. Good yep, point. Yeah. None of them.
1: None of and it's,
2: them. and it's not like Shaq and Kobe. Are just like Hall of Famers? Like they are like everybody. I mean, obviously. Yeah, Kobe, yeah they're everybody like everybody knows Kobe. Like he's he's an all-time great. Same with Shaq. They're yeah. more than just like Hall of Famers. They're legends.
1: Exactly. And you know, uh Chauncey. Yeah. Yeah. Chauncey that, that shows you though that
2: then. media did not want the Pistons to win it that
1: year. Oh, definitely. So Lake, show, on, Lake yeah. show,
0: Lake Show, Lake Show. That's why when they won it,
2: no one gave a f- about the No one yeah, – I bet yeah, you nobody was told. Sermon, David Stern probably so upset that we won.
1: Yeah, and, you know, and Chauncey, RipSheet and Big Ben also all played on one all-star team in the same season, which is which, – that was crazy. Sadiq and Ivy yeah. could possibly do that. It's possible. Um, we, we've talked about it on the pod before. Sadiq's going to have to take a little a – pretty. Yeah, he's got to take a
0: big jump this year, bro. He really does.
1: Yeah, and, I, and Ivy obviously probably not this year, but um, but yeah, I mean if Ivy can put it all together, I mean I think everyone can can say that Ivy has maybe the highest ceiling if he can put it all together. Um, yeah, I but agree. but yeah, I, I miss uh, I miss the good old days. Uh, all right, what else you got for us, Mooch? I'm just gonna say, right?
0: You guys watched a lot of the finals last year, right?
1: Yeah, of
0: yeah. course. Yeah. All right. So, how do you guys think you win in today's NBA?
1: You have Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: helps. That helps. It really does. Help. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Yeah. No. That's I think great. Um, the recent so... champs—they're becoming kind of diverse. You know, like we're not seeing the same Cavs-Warriors finals, even yeah. though the Warriors, the Warriors. And breaking. <laughs> up, and now they're here again. So, if you have Steph Curry and Clay and whatnot, that that helps obviously. But um, it seemed like the trend or the remedy for success was small ball spacing the floor, shooting threes and playing through your star. But I think honestly, there's, there's multiple ways to do it. I think, I think remedies vary by team, especially with um, the importance of the big man coming back guys like Embiid and Jokic obviously winning MVP, same with Giannis, who all classifies a big man there, the big man's coming back. So there's no position. I think that's, that's like overvalued or undervalued now. Um, We'll see, because Giannis has his ring as well, so the big man is clearly still effective. Um, and for guys like, I don't know, like LeBron, it was, it was about building a team with shooters next to him that allows LeBron to fully go to work. Um, so with this variety, I think for the Pistons, this is something Dwayne Casey and um, Weaver have touched on so much, so much. It's about finding the right group of guys and then having those guys come up all together, learn together. And then when it is time, I think that's another level just of a of – a, chemistry connection that you have with your players um that can help you win that that goal of winning a championship like doing that from the ground up it's just it's just another level so I think we kind of have a unique situation like we don't have a superstar like Steph Curry who can shoot a bunch of threes you know we have a guy who our guy who plays at his own pace and Cade Cunningham we have our freak athlete in Jaden Ivey it's a it's a unique group of guys that was plotted out by Troy Weaver because he's building this from the ground up Obviously, with the end goal, it's obviously going to win a championship. So there's many ways to do it, and Weaver knows that. And I think this is how Weaver is selecting to do it. And I think it's the perfect way to do it from the ground up.
1: Yeah, I think – actually, Muj, why don't you give your answer first before I dive into mine so I try not to repeat too much. No, that's all good, man. You're fine, bro.
0: Um, No, I really liked how you touched on, like, how Weaver wants to build it from the ground up. I mean, I'm going to ask this question real quick. Before I before I jump into it, um, do you think I mean Weaver built it from the ground up in, in uh Oklahoma too? And and mm-hmm. that didn't fall out too well for them either. So like, do you think he's gonna obviously learn from his mistakes? Or do you think it's gonna I, be uh KD Harden in Westbrook situation again? Because I really be upset.
2: Yeah, no, that'll be the worst thing ever, man. Yeah, but, but uh, I'm thinking how OKC okay is now. You yeah, go I, a minute. what do you guys say?
1: I think he is gonna learn from his mistakes because the first thing he said when he got here is, "We're gonna draft a good person as well as a good player." Right? Mm-hmm. KD, Russ, Harden, tremendous players. There's no they question. They got it. all personalities though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all they're all in it for themselves. I mean, this offseason just <sighs> proves it, right? KD, you either choose me or the coach. Like we we don't want that.
2: Yeah, you're I'm never going to see – at one point <laughs> ever, you're never going to see Kate saying me or the coach, right?
1: Yeah, I, I don't think you're ever going to see that. You're not going to see Ivy, who cried when we drafted him, say, you know what, no, I want not to answer right. No, I'm done. I'm done. You guys are awful. I'm out. You're not going to see that. Stu, Sadiq, uh, Duren's a pretty good guy too. Actually, check out his YouTube channel. You really get to know him as a person.
2: He's been uh, he's been doing a lot in terms of uh, – Who, uh, Stu? Durin. Duren. Durin, he's been giving back to his community. Oh, lot. Durin, that's what's what up. up, On social media, yeah. Yo, yeah. Durin's
0: like our age too, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> no,
2: he's younger.
0: No, he's younger! He's younger, he's
2: younger. <laughs> it's sad if you think about it, he's built. <laughs> this nigga's
0: no. like, yo, he's, he be talking like a grown-up man. If I ever shake his hand, we will be like, yo, <laughs> that's you what know, you're sure. older than me, right?
1: He's young and yoked, dude, like Jesus, <laughs> that man's got a freaking frame. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, dude, g- his genetics did him right. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I think Weaver is learning from his mistakes. Everyone's starting to come to this realization that, oh, Troy didn't pick Cade, he got lucky. So what? You gotta get lucky to win.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, all good teams have to be lucky in some sort of way in order to be successful, right? Like think about it, where were the Cavs going if LeBron didn't come home? Nowhere, they had nothing.
2: Think, yeah. I think the NBA was making sure LeBron was coming home though.
1: Yeah, exactly. But like, <laughs> then he decided to like be LeBron and do his own thing. he, he decided to stay in Miami. So he decided to go to the Lakers back then. The Cavs, you gotta get lucky in order to have some sort of success. We got our, a little bit of luck. We got the number one pick.
2: Yeah. So what happened next? Very lucky. Also that the Kings passed on. No disrespect to Keegan Murray, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we all expected Ivy to go before five. So Yeah, yeah seeing Keegan Murray here, I would have been a little upset. <laughs> he's a hooper though I'm not going to disrespect him or anything
1: but no no it's not, not that he's Evian not going to be though. good it's yeah. just that Ivy fits our uh mold better you know yeah very happy yeah yeah you're not going to see Keegan break down in tears when he gets drafted to the Pistons I mean no <laughs> you know but no, I think I-
0: next year I think I'm targeting the, the Thompson twins I don't think like I want anybody else but either
1: of the Thompson twins that's fair, um. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. We'll talk draft talk at draft talk nears, and we figure out more of what the piston season is looking like. But I really like this team so far. I I don't know where the season's gonna go, but I'm on the roller coaster. I don't care. I I whatever. No, I'm
0: drinking the cool league for sure.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Um. All right, but uh, um, touch on it. Um, how how do you uh wh- what do you think of the good team? In the in today's NBA. Like what makes a good team for today's NBA? Well,
0: I always emphasize this, man, in any sport, right? And I know it's gonna it's probably gonna sound cliche to y'all, you know, blah, blah, blah. You probably hear this <laughs> a lot. And I liked your luck-based thing, and I also like um the first take that we had. But um man, defense was championships, bro. Right.
2: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good. That's it.
0: Right. Like that's all I say, right? So if you go hold a team to zero, I know it's it's unrealistic, right? Maybe, But really, it's not unrealistic. If you really got that dog in you, man, now I'm already playing. Great. Right? But if you could really hold the team to zero, you're going to win the game in any sport you play. Hold the team zero or to minimum points,
2: you're going to win the game. You're going to win the game. And I think like a couple of years from now, a realistic lineup or a realistic closing lineup, at least, is Cade, Ivy, Bay, um, Stu, and Duran, And that's a freakish defensive team in terms of being Come on you you want to come off the fourth quarter and play that and play that lineup i've seen it know? a couple of years i don't think we're ready for that now in terms of like so we're stuff.
1: not but think about it in a few years when i yeah i'm thinking
2: about team. it in a few years yeah exactly and like i'm talking like the defensive ability even if we play that, oh, yeah. that team now like we're still stopping teams a lot of the time um just because you know how athletic Duran is he seems like a really good rim protector stew with the seven foot five wingspan Sadiq is not great on the defensive end, but he's serviceable, I think, and he will be serviceable. Ivy's got a really long wingspan and decent size, and Kate's got good size as well and a good knack to just get on some some steals and stuff. So defensively, yeah, I think I think we've got enough guys we can who can play defense, and I think we're going to have a really good defensive squad in the future for this season. And I, yeah, absolutely. And I only
0: really say defense wins championships, so especially in basketball, bro. I feel like defense is the hardest thing to
2: play in basketball. Am I am I, am I right or wrong? When when it comes to the playoffs, yeah, we know it definitely is the hardest thing because in the NBA, the players you gotta are
0: just move, different. man. You gotta, gotta move.
2: Yeah, and the and it's the players are just so good because you can be in some of these girls, but it's like it's Kevin Durant, like, and it just doesn't matter, and he'll just make it. Yeah, away.
0: you gotta move. You gotta be quick, and you've seen it with Luca, man. And I I like to use him as an example because he was really good coming out of college, like he really was. And uh, I was I was I was really excited about the draft pick, you know. Um, At the time, I know it was late and I know like like no one expected him to be like MVP or anything I knew he was going to be a project, but um man he had the offense but he did not have the defense and you're not going to win like that and you've seen it we let him go. You're not gonna win, win yeah. No defense.
1: No, I mean 0 four pistons again, I'll bring it back to them. you't don't, they don't win without defense <laughs> they, they were... even the pad Boys, man, you don't win without defense. I mean, the bad boys just literally made you bleed until you couldn't compete anymore. So that's a little different. But um, no, I, I, defense defense does win championships. I'm not arguing with that. But at the same time, you need to put the ball in the hoop. And the Pistons have organized a few guys that can do both. You know, um, you know, and, and and our team's not that small either. I mean, in that potential closing lineup Valley gave us, the smallest person is Jade Nivey at 6'4".
2: Yeah, right. And even he, what seven? What's his wingspan?
1: I'll look it. It's it's huge. Yeah, it's like I think it's like six nine seven somewhere. Six ten. No, and
0: and like and and uh, today's NBA is becoming small ball, anyways, right? So, and in its own way, really. But
1: we
2: also, um, I know, I know, Connie's touched on this. He he likes what the rappers are doing with like that six seven was I'm gonna bring that up too. Yeah, where everybody can dribble, everybody can rebound, everybody can do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kate is six six. Jaden Ivey is six five. You know, like, in a, in a way that's doable for sure.
0: Yeah, bro. Cade that-
2: Cunningham. When I went to a Boston game, they were having
0: him play Tatum, and he was playing Tatum so well. Like I know so yeah. well. Yeah, as a rookie, as a rookie, he was playing. He was playing Tatum like. Like, yeah, he was just block. Not, I'm not gonna say he was locking him up, but he made he was that show was impressive. He was making him work, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. He that was, was
1: making the game work, that Caleb K- Stu, blocked Jalen Brown like to yeah. you know seal the dub, right? Yeah,
2: and right. then uh, K K um also I don't know if you were watching the Rico Hines footage, but he was picking up Steph Curry as well. Like he, oh, he wanted, he it. just got that character. He just wants the challenge in, in every aspect. Nah, yeah, you see that.
0: I like, I like, I, I liked him. Um. I like his confidence when you could just see it in his eyes the confidence playing of Curry. That's I mean, swagger, yeah. He's a smart. lot of guys are not going to have that confidence playing Curry. And Curry's not going to just go out there and play against Detroit Pistons. He kn- like these these guys are, are starting to realize never mind, you know, the media etc. these guys want want to work with us, you know what I mean? So, yeah, like we're coming, yeah. Feel like that's special.
1: Yeah, for us. like KD and Kyrie Irving. I know we talked about they don't have the best, you know, personalities or whatever, but they're tremendous basketball players and they're working with Cade Cunningham. They're not working yeah, with I, Jace Russell Jace. Westbrook. Too, with, um, yeah. Jaden Russell Westbrook. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's mean, tons this, of guys, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, this, this team has something special. Um, and, you know, I, I think Connie touched on it a few pods ago. You, you need a good point guard. Um, in the NBA, you know, he likes the point guard matchups, and has got to build around that point guard man. Not only that, but like, think about point guard matchups, right? Cade Trey, Cade Fox, Cade Sexton, Cade Donovan, whatever. When even Cade Luca, bro, game, yeah, Cade Luca, you know, the, the list goes on, but when you take Cade out of the game for a breather, think about bringing in Killian Hayes, they can't just be like, oh. Okay, Cade's out. I can take a breather. Nah, Killian's gonna come Nah,
0: Killian, you. he's got that. That's where like that that defense. He's, gotta like, out. Out. he's like that on defense. That's why I feel that's why I like him a lot, man. Like yeah. but like that's why having a defensive player is always good because you can always work on offense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, you can always teach offense, but I feel like you can't really teach defense. Either you got that dog
2: in you or you don't. And we have that. I just love the flexibility we have with our three guards. We have Kate who can do everything on both ends. Cade mm-hmm. could play Got one that. through three. Like that's my exactly. like yeah. about Cade, legit. Yeah, I mean, four you you really, really like play that. one through three, bro. You want to just put Cade at three? He could do that for you. And if if reports are true, I've I've, I've seen some stuff saying he's two twenty five now. Yeah, me too. He can probably checks some fours as well. Yeah, I was just gonna say throw him
1: in the four. <laughs> Valley, Valley, what's Grant Williams? What's Grant Williams? Uh, wait.
2: I, uh, I'll look up Grant Williams real quick.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so Grant Williams. Williams
0: looks like a big boy. He's like 250. Yeah, it looks like it. I He's 6'6, 6'6, six,
2: six. Six, six, and he weighs 236. God damn. All right. Hey. So Kate
1: is 11 pounds away from being Grant Williams
2: yeah but that there's, there's no way i don't know how much i buy into kate being 225 i
1: don't either but just think about it right like six six you know so he could arguably play the four, and like we talked about in the last part there's some lineups being run out there where like you know you just have five guys who can run around do whatever they want Cade can do it every wants. Position don't matter positions basketball right yeah so it's great um, this seems crazy
2: but if cade's if really 225 they list Killian Hayes at 176, Sadiq Bay at 216. Yo, yeah. <laughs> Dang. And you're going to tell okay, me the exactly. guy weighs More 20 17. pounds less than beef stew? Like, I, I don't know how much I buy into him. You know, oh, I'm wait, sorry to
0: on. be mad random about this, but we, we did not even mention this guy's name on the pod yet. And honestly, he's my favorite player next to the Bay. Well, he's going to have a crazy good season this year. Like, I'm, like, smiling again, excited about it, because, bro, like, I really do think we're going to use this guy correctly. Um, Isaiah Livers, man. Oh yeah. yeah. What is feel, bro? Like how we forget about Living.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's a guy. You know, you Isaiah Livers play. is
0: really right there, dog.
1: Yeah. And yeah. we we
2: talked about the defense. He's a perfect guy for that. Man. No, and, yeah. And, oh my god, perfect three and D guy. We perfect have guy. You need that. We those. really yeah.
0: have like three pretty good three and D guys. I mean, as long as like we said, City takes that step. We already know Boyan is gonna do that. And uh, Livers keeps going at his pace. I feel like yo, those are three gonna, three great, great wing guys in the making. And if yeah. we can, if we could somehow like add Andrew Wiggins to this roster next year, that's who Valley
2: man. wanted.
1: That's who you wanted, right? When we the Maybe football.
2: if anybody, if anybody, I, if I, anyone, I'll be yeah. A little, little so, so, max. Yeah, but,
1: but we, we just talked, talked about, about how Boyan can take Sadiq and Livers under his wings and kind of help them improve as well. So. And also, we
2: talked about what what NBA teams have in common that, like, what what makes winning teams. We need three and D guys in the NBA. Absolutely. Livers is like perfect, perfect, like, an absolute perfect guy to have because he can guard one through four, I would say, most of the time. And from the short sample size that we've seen, he's a lights out shooter. Very good stuff. You can never have too many of those guys on your roster.
1: And he doesn't jump that much, but man's athletic.
0: Yo, I feel like guys guys do not respect his jump shot. He's open most of the time. Anyway, they'll
2: get used to it. He's open most <laughs> of the time. Man.
1: Yeah, they'll get used to it. But this, I mean, we can go on for hours about how much talent this team has and what this team could become, right? But the thing is, is we got to maintain our expectations so that if the things don't all come together this year, we're not all like, oh my God, the rebuild's a bust. We got another decade of losing. We just got to, you know, we got to take, Take what comes to us, you know, as it comes, not just jumping to conclusions. But the future is certainly bright. There's no question about it.
0: No, absolutely. I mean, it's just it's just hard to um what's the word here? Uh after losing for so many years, man, it's just like
1: I get it. You know, I totally get it.
0: You're hungry for what's next, nice, yeah. Just hungry, bro. Even being like just like I said, I'm more of a football fan. Than a Pistons fan, and at least Pistons have won a championship. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, they like, uh, go. I mean, Lions the-
0: haven't won a playoff game since ninety-one, <laughs> I think ninety-seven. That's insane.
1: It's, it's been a minute, yeah. <sighs> well overdue. Well overdue. And then before I mean, that,
0: before the ninety-one cha- uh, playoff game, the last time they won it was in fifty-six. Oh man. No, oh, but we gotta
1: be patient. We gotta be patient because it's. This team's going to be hopefully something special. Uh, Anything else you want to touch on, Mooch? Um, Let's see.
0: I really do think we're second in our division. I think we're the second best team in our division. Ooh.
1: This year?
2: Yep. Ooh. Do you expect to fall off from, like, the Bulls then, or who do you see, like, falling off?
0: Yeah, I have no confidence in the Bulls. And I think we we can hold up with the Cavs. We're just not better than the Bucks. Really? You think we're better than even with Mitchell there now? Yeah, bro. I was like, honestly, I was like, the Mitchell train kind of like hurt him. I feel like. No lie. I don't even think Mitchell is like, do I really think Mitchell is that good of a basketball player? I really don't, bro. And you and watch when you see it this year.
2: You're gonna see all right I mean, that, that's 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 bold i like it i think nah, that's a i take but, yeah i'm not yeah even no I
0: like, it, like, okay. a get like, mitchell, I like it man okay now it's like like well, what has mitchell really i don't know man because like if you're not if you're not taking a team to a conference finals like i don't i really don't see you doing like if you're just going to first round exits bro i really don't see you being a big contributor to your team but um like Raj said it's all about luck too so i know it's like tough but um i don't know man we'll see we'll see i still yeah, i we'll think see, we're yeah. going and and i know raj said you know keep my expectations not too you know not don't don't set them too high but now nah, that's my hot take i think we're the second best team in our division this year for sure
2: yeah, our guys I, I just know our guys are hungry they want that yeah i like that i i like that i'll definitely give us over indiana um i could see <laughs> chicago as well but I don't know. I, I'm on the opposite end of that, of that Mitchell trade. I don't know. That's a whole nother thing, but. Okay. That's sure. be, yeah, yeah. But like I've seen him average 25 a game. Um, I'm looking at it now, 2020, it was only seven games in that bubble, but he had, I feel like, and I'm going to tell game. you what, I feel like our bench rotation is going to go hard this year. It, like, it always seems to be pretty good under Casey. Um, Kind of weird but, that our bench is always. Yeah. And
0: now, uh, now I feel like we have like a solidified, like, Guys that can come off like we have a solidified 10 man rotation, not, not like all right, like
2: you know what I mean. Like, and so what I like about it is, I think Killian Hayes is going to run it, and that's a guy I'm always going to back. Um, uh, I think he's going to take a big jump this year. I and, think him
0: and Burks is going to mesh well, really well together, yeah. honestly. Yeah, he's, he's think, a shooter. I think too. they complement yeah. each other's
2: gameplay, game styles pretty if good. Killian can so. get in and penetrate and kick out to a shooter like Alec Burks.
1: Yeah, I mean the problem yeah. with that. So I was just running it through in my head. You may have now that Boyan's on the team, you may have a second unit of Killian, Burks, either Livers or Diallo, and and, the, and then your four and five are Bagley and Noel. Like, like
2: yeah, that's exciting. And we. Noel was not yeah. a bad
1: player either. No, he, yeah, he's good rim protector. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no shooting from Bagley and Noel, unfortunately. I mean, maybe Bagley just you know totally proves us wrong, but. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, hopefully it's it, livers has to be in that second unit. If Bagley and Noel are are your four and five, because you can't just have breaks out there as your only shooter.
2: Yeah. with And you mentioned if Bagley and um, Noel can't shoot, Killian Hayes isn't a great shooter either. I know right. I was, like, we're hoping <laughs> for a jump from him,
1: but <laughs> I was thinking more driving kick opportunities, but as a, as a lineup of over, overall, yeah, Killian, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Killian can show us something too. I hope so, man uh Valley, I can always <laughs> give give us your thoughts on the BR community always going after killing Hayes. No,
2: nah, I've just come to the point to just ignore it. <laughs> yeah, you know there was, there was a time where I would, I would fight back, but um, people just they won't change their minds, you know. No, nah, yeah. I feel like it's just a troll now. It's, it's just foolish. Like... Yeah, it's foolish. Like, it's, yeah. Fe- it's either you're on the side. It's like you're on one side of the fence or the other. Just like. And people are just gonna like keep going to those claims that they have and they won't change anything. Um no. but I, I do think they're foolish. I think he's only 20 years old. Like just to just give up on somebody like that, no matter how they're playing, is kind of ridiculous. Um always. Especially obviously a young overseas guard. Um, I know it has not lived up to any expectations. Yeah, and Valley, here. I was
0: talking to Raj about this. Um in this reality, right? So let's say we don't draft uh Killian, we draft Halliburton or Maxi. Bro, in that reality, the year the next year, we okay. might not get that number one pick. Exactly. Yeah, we really so might not. It's, it's worth because that. Hallie and Maxie might put us over that win hump, like that two or three win hump that we didn't win the year before. in mm-hmm. the lottery odds just—that's how they go.
2: Butterfly effect, and then we don't get Jaden Ivy, and, and I'd rather. Yep. Have all Ivey that. All Albert. that.
0: Yep. Butterfly yeah. effect. Yep. You know what I mean, so <laughs> I feel like people really can't talk sh- because, you know, the cards don't fall right, and the cards don't fall how they do.
1: Yeah, and you know Killian everyone might
0: to... be your starting point guard right
1: now. Exactly, and if everyone you know everyone's argument is like, oh, just speaking facts. Well, here's a fact: where Killian Hayes is a six-five guard that can pass the ball wherever he wants to on the money, and can lock down pretty much any guy one through three, and maybe even some bigs in the post. That's the fact. What more do you really want from your point guard? What more do you want from a? I mean, I know seven take he should have been better, whatever. What more <laughs> do you want from a six man? I, I, I
2: respectfully I want him to put the ball in the basket more.
1: <laughs> I I do too. I do too. But like say right now this is Killian Hayes. Are you mad at it? Is that guy not someone that can be on the championship team?
2: Um shooting what he does. I I honestly I don't I don't think so. Um shooting 26% from deep. I, I don't I don't really that, think
1: so. That's fair.
2: But you don't I, think I, he's I,
0: coming I, off the bench for the um oh, all right, all right. Let me ask you this. Take out Jordan Poole, right? Put Killian and Jordan, uh, Jordan Poole's spot. Is the worry oh.
2: still winning the championship? <laughs> I mean, probably just because they were so talented. Um, I know Poole had some big games for him.
0: Yeah, um, he had some
2: big games, bro. Whoa, you got to rethink that. I'm not trying to sit here and, like, hate on Killian. I think after next season we can say that. After he proves he can average That's more fair. than seven points a game on on um 37-26 splits. Yeah
1: i'm Uh, just saying i'm very happy with what he is and if that is you know the sixth seventh man on the team i I think he's still a part of some sort of contender somewhere i really do. yeah and i I agree agree with that i think that's very realistic and a lot of people were comparing
0: his early uh his er, his early career right now to like marcus smart and sweeney parker so there's still hope for the guy
1: there's still hope there's always hope for every player right there's still hope for marvin bagley right I mean, not from a lot of people, but there's still I hope. Mean, there's some, still
0: some, there's still there's still hope for some. Um, what's the name? Semboya, right? Samboya, <laughs> Samboya.
1: Yeah, Samboya. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. still hope for my boy. Yeah, I just you know the the drafting is like we talked about before we started recording. Drafting is a very difficult thing to do. You're gonna hit on some guys. You're gonna miss on some guys, and it does no good to say oh we missed on this guy we missed on carmelo freaking anthony like we so draft what? the
2: dark gun we still want to and win. b wade yeah.
1: and chris bosh yeah,
2: yeah exactly. Thing, you know
1: <laughs> um so so you know we we also like we, we we missed that on donovan mitchell mooch ain't that high on donovan mitchell but for valley like Valley likes donovan Mitchell some people like Donovan right I mean there's players that yeah, you're gonna miss nah, out Donovan Mitchell I mean, so there's players you're going to miss on. The player you've got right now is the player that you've got. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't go in the past and take Halliburton or who is it, Maxie. Um,
0: Yo, you, you forgot we missed on Jimmy Butler too.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the list goes on. That's my point. The list goes on. We've got Killian Hayes. So why, why say, oh, we missed out on everybody else. Let's push for the kid. He's yeah, on our
2: He's here now, right? Let's let's root let's for him. Let's for him. No, I, loved, I, I like Killian.
0: I always been. I told you, I really got invested when we drafted Killian.
1: Yeah. And oh, you can't man. say Detroit versus everybody when you're part of Detroit and you're coming at Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Man,
0: Sada Baby's <laughs> a goofy, man. Yeah. yeah. Sada so, Baby, Baby's a goofy. Yeah, he is. I love Detroit <laughs> rap too. And like his, his music's not even that good. No. but just be, um, just be talking nonsense that's for sure uh
1: anything else you want to touch on moot before we wrap up the pod and you hit up the lion's game in about 30 minutes
0: nah you know what we you guys are great man we we brought up some pretty really cool takes in here and brought up some really cool topics um this is honestly the first podcast i was i had a pleasure to actually come on so like i was a bit nervous you know and like my words kind of got slurred especially in the (laughs) beginning so i apologize for all that (laughs) <laughs> um, no nah, man this yeah. shit was dope bro i really appreciate it. and on top of that too i don't i don't want to sound like i don't want to sound like asshole or anything but i work i work 4 to 12 so i was up at like 5 a.m so when you texted me at 11 i was like oh yeah i forgot yeah, shit. so right. I, I woke up a little sleepy and uh but i'm glad i made it man this was a pleasure bro i really
1: appreciate y'all yeah we appreciate you for being one of the very first supporters of the podcast um and if you're listening Go to us on uh, Instagram at buffs underscore on underscore podcast on Twitter at buffs on podcast and on Facebook at buffs on pod and give us a follow like the page because you could be mooch. You can be the next special guest on the buffs on podcast. No, nah, definitely have- man.
0: Come go show look, yeah. go show some love to these guys. Great people, man. Good energy. I would definitely, if you, if you could be man, if you could be me, man, definitely try to be me. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, Appreciate thank that, you man. again for coming on uh, the pod and uh, also an Apple podcast review. So thank you for that. But before we get out of here, Mooch, we'll tell everybody once again where they can find you on BR, Instagram, and Twitter. All
0: right. So you're going to find me on BR at Motor City Mooch and on Twitter and um, Instagram. Here. My my handle is uh, MoochyMoney underscore. So, yes. yeah, that's where you can find me. Hit me up, man.
1: Uh, thank you once again for coming on the pod. And remember, Detroit, we talked about it for the last what hour. The future is certainly bright. Throw the buff, yo, for it. all man. And I, and I know I want to touch on one last
0: thing too because you're a baseball fan. How yeah. do you feel about that? Uh, Scott, Harry, man, that's just underrated, bro. It,
1: it might be, it might be. I, I, I'm, I'm holding it in because you know, I, I excited when we brought in you know, Avila. I mean, not super excited, but you know, I, I had hope then. Um, I, I, until Troy Weaver becomes the GM of the Tigers, I'm just gonna hold my breath. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I hear you, man.
1: Yeah, and to call our very own Connie, the W in Weaver stands for win. So until next time, bro, <laughs> the Buffs on, the future. One final thank you to everyone who tuned into this episode of the Buffs on Podcast, and again, a shout out to Mooch for being a tremendous supporter of the pod. And remember, you can be a guest on this podcast. But you gotta follow us on social media. Instagram at Buffs underscore on underscore podcast. On Twitter at Buffs on podcast. And on Facebook at Buffs on pod. Uh, Just DM us there. Let us know if you're interested in being on the pod. And maybe we can get you in in the future. Uh, Also make sure that you are tuned into our social medias because we are doing a countdown to opening night. Training camp is right around the corner. We're about to kick off the 2022-2023 NBA season, so make sure you are with us for the ride. We're going to try to drop episodes at least every Monday uh, going forward, and once the season gets going, maybe we'll even do a little bit more. But if you want that, You gotta follow us, you gotta subscribe to us on all your podcast platforms so that you never miss an episode and we know you guys are enjoying the content. So, until next week, throw the buffs on Detroit, the future is bright.